Okay. In three, two, one. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the only show in the Western Hemisphere that's making Wednesday great again. That's right, everybody. This is Sports Wednesday. That was awesome. That was the the finish is getting even better. <laughs> it's the same as last week, but I liked it. You liked I know, it. I know, and you, but you really, really. Ex- <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you brought a I little more to it this week. You did. You really pushed it out. That was impressive. <laughs> I gotta believe among our thousands of listeners that some of them tune in just to hear the jingle every week. <laughs> oh, I, I bet you half of them have just tuned out. They got what they wanted, and they're done. All right. Okay, everybody, welcome to Sports Wednesday. It's sports talk for the medium fan. I'm the big man on campus, Pete Brown. Joining me, he calls himself Matt because it rhymes with Blatt. It's basketball (laughs) legend, Matt Longley. How are you, coach? I'm doing great. Just hanging here in the blattosphere. (laughs) Hanging here in the blattosphere. It's getting better and better. I know. From the frozen basement of Cake House, it's a man who owns more hockey sweaters than underpants. It's the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? I'm doing good today. Doing I'm good. not That's tired. Good. Yeah, last good. week you were tired, beat down by middle management a little bit. He's getting a handle on that middle management. I am. I'm drinking more. Nice. Wearing nice. more well, That was a great, <laughs> great jingle. Before we get into it tonight, it is Wednesday, so I want everybody out there who is listening to uh, go to Sports Wednesday's website, sportswednesday.com, or you can go to our Twitter page. We've pinned a link to our wide-open Yahoo Pick'em tournament. So if you'd like to join us and make your picks against the Sports Wednesday crew, uh, it, it is actually a tournament bracket 59311 on Yahoo. Uh, but again, you can check Twitter. We're tweeting about it all the time or sportswednesday.com and find a link. Uh, the deadline is tomorrow morning. Games start tomorrow morning. So if you want to get in and you want to win a great prize, and Coach, what's that prize? Uh, we're working on it. I've got, I've got, okay. I've got quite a few ideas. So, so I, uh, I found a Sharpie marker. Uh, that's not the prize. Uh, <laughs> but I, we could give like like my nastiest oldest undershirt and the Sharpie marker to Hake, and he could make a Sports Wednesday T-shirt for oh, the winner. Oh, I, I, I like that. Pre-stained pits. <laughs> hey, will any uh, hoopsters games be ready after the tournament? Oh, well, we only yeah, have one. I wish, but that would be a seven hundred eighty-five dollar loss if we gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. No, Next year some, for sure. I've got some ideas. There are some possible. Unopened 1995 tops football cards, but I'm efforting to find them. But if not, I do have lots of other choices. Nice. I, have, I have a terrible towel, but I think Matt's stake claim to it. Oh, I love that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, once again, go head to Yahoo, we're 59311, or go to sportswednesday.com or our Twitter page and uh, click on the link. Join us, add your picks in. You get to compete against the coach and the maestro and myself. And uh, I'm not, I'm not at all confident that that any of us are going to beat anybody else in this thing. It's wide open. Oh God! If anybody that knows anything about sports will destroy us. <laughs> That's right. So sp- speaking of Twitter, oh, you can follow us at Sport Wednesday. That's singular Sport Wednesday. We just went over 200 followers, and I think that deserves a jingle. Oh, that was so good. We have 10, uh, 10 on Instagram now. 10 followers on Instagram where we're at Sports Wednesday. Uh, Maestro, it seems like you, you posted a picture of a Kansas State basketball this week. I did, yeah. I got to do more of that. And we, have, we haven't gotten any cease and desists or image rights violations yet, so I'm pretty happy. Okay, well, I think we're doing well. I don't think we've yet articulated. 
We have not yet articulated the, the value proposition for following us on Instagram, but we'll get there. <laughs> yes. Room for improvement. That's all right. All right, folks, this, this show is going to be all about hoops. But before we get into it, we have to talk about the Cleveland Browns uh, because their GM, John Dorsey, went absolutely insane for 36 hours this past week, wheeling and dealing. Uh, let me just give you the fallout and then we'll, we'll get your take on it. Uh, we traded a fourth rounder of this upcoming draft. That's 123rd pick overall and a seventh rounder. So we could get Jarvis Landry, who was the leading receiver in the NFL last year from the Miami Dolphins. Uh, he also has behavior problems, so he'll fit right in with Josh Gordon. <laughs> we traded the top pick in our third round. That's the 65th pick overall to the Buffalo Bills for Tyrod Taylor. And that was really the, the trade that got the most headlines. Uh, Browns weren't sure if we were going to bring in a veteran. Tyrod Taylor's been playing well in Buffalo. Uh, that allowed us to ship Deshaun Kaiser off to the Packers. And uh, we also switched some picks with them. And then Danny Shelton, who is a defensive lineman uh, who doesn't really fit our scheme anymore. Was <laughs> Doing okay there, Maestro? My guitar fell over. <laughs> oh, man. And, and Danny Shelton was traded to the Patriots for a pick. Uh, where I am sure his career will absolutely re- rebound and turn around. Coach, what's your first take on well, these? Well, I mean, my first take right off the bat is um, I loved it. Well, at first I was I was a little hesitant, but talking to some really diehard diehard Browns fans um, it gave me perspective. We basically traded some picks, some extra picks, got rid of some dead weight, and got three starters. So you basically have now your your placeholder starter, a playoff caliber. Well, he made it to the playoffs and quarterback, Jarvis Landry, who catches a lot of balls, maybe not a lot of yards, but a lot of balls. And uh, you get a starting cornerback, corner, um, and with Randall from the Packers, which is definitely something they needed because the back the defensive backfield was a joke. And then Shelton, like you said, didn't fit, so we just get another pick. And you're right, he'll blossom with the Patriots, but good for him. So remind me again why we let Joe Hayden go. Okay, so Joe Hayden was uh, had a lot of injuries, a lot of injuries, and he was kind of what you would say uh, a disgruntled employee. Um, I think he wanted to stay, but he was going to want a lot of money. Um, so they just said, it's time. So rather than overpay him, I, I mean, I, I didn't like it because I like Joe Hayden, but uh, – he was going to ask for way too much money for what, well, obviously what the Browns were worth last year. That's true. And and I guess the Browns last year were in the, were really in the let's stockpile draft picks mode, but it would be great if we had him this year right. along with Randall on Absolutely. the two corners, that would be right. But I think we're going to end up with like a buster screen. Yes. We're going to find whatever's left on the pile or some young guy that late rounds, if they don't make a good right. pick. Not to slag Buster Screams. He went to the University of Akron. I love it when a Mac guy makes the NFL. And his name's Buster. Just some stats on, yeah, some stats on Tyrod Taylor. Now uh, he really is, at least by the numbers, one of the best quarterbacks we've had in a long time. Uh, he completed sixty-two percent of his passes, two thousand eight hundred yards or so last year. Fourteen touchdowns against four picks. Way different which, than Kaiser. <laughs> way different than almost right. every. Right, he doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah. So. That's huge. So. How does that compare to uh, Brian Sype? No comparison. You're talking about the cardiac kid quarterback. Come on. I mean, that's back when the Browns were good, right? Yeah, but you, we were, we were good, for, good for a while. Oh, wow. you, you totally skipped over Bernie Kosar. No, no, no. Maestro is just intent on derailing every conversation about the Browns Gosh. we have. So, uh, but here's the, so he's averaged close to 3,000 yards since 2015, 17 touchdowns a year and a little more than five interceptions. Also about 600 rushing yards, which is something else I'm looking forward to. Oh, definitely a two-way quarterback. So, yeah. So, okay. If you were going to pick one winner and one loser in all the Browns deals, what would they be? Let's start with you, Maestro. Uh, my, uh, my winner is uh, Kirk Cousins going to the Vikings. <laughs> And not the Browns. My loser, <laughs> my loser is Case Keenum going to the Broncos. Uh, the Browns, I, I, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> so okay, completely okay. Since they didn't go to the Browns, they're the winners. That's what you're saying. 
Well, Keenum probably could have gone to the Browns because he's not going to do well at the Broncos. So goes to the Broncos, plays bad, goes to the Browns, plays bad. <laughs> All right, I'll go ahead. Uh, I think the winner is the Browns. Like I said, they got three starters at three positions and they'll win a little bit and they get to keep their first and their second round pick. So they basically have five picks in the first 63. And then the loser is Vegas because they set the over under at 4.5 wins for the Browns next year. And I think they're going to eclipse that easily. Seven wins. Whoa. Is that your call right Did now? Did I say Seven that out loud? Yeah, I already said it. Seven wins. Seven wins. I think we'll do we'll do it officially a little later in the uh, in the summer. Be, once I actually look at who right. they're playing, yeah, maybe Matt will give it more. I don't thought. like to do that. It, it's worked yeah. so well for me lately. <laughs> so, okay, we'll cut it out just You're like my <laughs> Chinese joke last week. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So I, I'm going to just go right into the next thing. This this is a new feature I call the Writer's Workshop. You guys know that I'm a, I'm a writer and uh, sometimes I write things that are ahead of their time. And I think I was writing something about the Browns today that was ahead of my time and I just wanted a workshop okay. to you guys. Okay. Okay. Just give me some feedback. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to remember and celebrate the career of quarterback Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> Tyrod's career was showing real promise when the unthinkable happened. He was traded to the Cleveland Browns. He held on as long as he could, but as with every quarterback since 1999, his career succumbed. It's just a reminder of how life can be going great one day, and then on a dime, you're traded to the Cleveland Browns. And if you're a quarterback, that's terminal. So Tyrod Taylor, we raise raise a drink to your career. You made us hopeful for a few weeks way back in March. But in the end, God hates Cleveland. And there's nothing we can do about oh. it. What do you guys think? So that's that's my Tyrod Taylor uh, eulogy for his career, which I think probably I think, next I December will be. I think that's spot on. Just spot on. Poor Tyrod. No, I hope I not. I hope too. not. I mean, everybody's excited. He's got, you know, Josh Gordon and Jarvis Landry to throw and to. I don't think I they're done. I think he's going to have Saquon Barkley, too, to play with. I, I, I'm i telling you, if if they do get Barkley, seven wins. <laughs> I said it three times. All righty. Okay. Yeah. Well, moving on. Everybody, I don't know. I don't know where you are. Are you in your car? Are you at home? Are you in your office? I want you to pause. I want you to look around. I want you to take note of your surroundings. What's it smell like? What's it sound like? Because your life's about to change. Because I'm going to tell you how to change it right now. I want you to go to hoopsters.store and put in your email address. Because that is how you can stay in the loop on the development of Hoopsters, the best basketball-themed board game you've never played. Why haven't they played it, Coach? Because we haven't brought it to market yet. We have not, and every week on Sports Wednesday, we give a little update on our plans on how we get this board game, which is uh, the coach and I embedded in 2003, to market. We do have one set, as Coach said. It's valued at $783. (laughs) We're hoping to get more. Uh, this has not been a great week for pride. I have this big trip coming up, so I my my time available for for hoopsters has been at a premium. But I did get the rules rewritten. Did you? I did go through them. They look good. Yeah, they look really good. Okay. And did you do anything this week? I I did not, and I don't have a big trip, so I have no excuse. I I apologize. I'm wondering when I'm gonna get invited to play. You've yeah, we got to make that happen. Yes. Maybe maybe you before your trip, you could leave the game. Oh, I could. Well, it's really my fault. I should have brought it over Friday night, but I was otherwise engaged. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's quite all right. How did that go, Peter? Is that for another podcast? That is for another podcast, I'm afraid. <laughs> let's just say let's just say parenting has taken on a whole new dimension. <laughs> uh, I know what that is. Okay. So that's Hoopsters. Head to hoopsters.store, drop in your email address. You can also go to sportswednesday.com and click on newsletter and drop your email address in there. All right, we made it through a commercial. Two weeks in a row without Maestro doing the snoring joke. I love it. Which is great. It is great. We're getting oh, better. I was, I was I was fast asleep during the whole Brown segment. I'm not going to lie. Nice. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to 
the madness of March. That's really what our show is about today. We're going to break it down for you. Before we get into it, just a reminder, if you want to put up a bracket against the Sports Wednesday crew, head to uh, head to our Twitter page. It's a pinned tweet right at the top. You can link to it. It's a Yahoo Open League. It's number 59311. 59311. Okay. Uh, and as I look at it, we still have uh, we still have quite a few spots open. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Yes, we, we we might have a few openings. That's right. Okay, so how we're going to do this? We're gonna, we're going to we're going to break down each region, okay. and I've assigned them out. Coach, you're going to you're going to start us off with the Midwest region. What are the big games? Do you see any upset specials in there? And who's going to uh, head to the final four? For okay, the so I mean, this has got some big names in it. You've got Duke and Michigan State. You've got Oklahoma that most people say shouldn't be in there in the first place. Um, so here's what I'm looking at. Upset special out of this one. It is the 512. It's uh, New Mexico over Clemson. Um, Clemson uh, lost one of their best players in January. They've been kind of middling through two and six uh, in their last eight games. So I think they're ripe for a uh, an upset. Um, Trey Young, like I said, he is Oklahoma's – he's the only reason why they're in the tournament. So um, he needs to have a big game or their trip is going to be quick. Um, and the big game out of this one is going to be Duke and Michigan State are going to see each other in the 16. And of course, who do you think I'm going to pick that comes out of that region? Michigan, Michigan, State. Michigan State. Tom Izzo does what Tom Izzo does. It's a trap. <laughs> so do you have them? Do you have Michigan State playing Kansas in the Elite Eight? Yes, I do. Yeah, so you don't see you don't see maybe an NC State knocking off Kansas. I don't. I, I do see NC State getting. I, I don't see them beating Kansas. No, I, I think Kansas is Kansas is going to roll. I think. Okay, okay. Well, um, one other question then: Rhode Island, Oklahoma. I guess it wouldn't be an upset if Rhode Island won, but it seems like it might. Well, be. yeah, because they're the team that nobody's heard about. I mean, they've been they've been ranked in the top twenty five all all year, but um, I think Rhode Island's going to win that game. I, I wouldn't even say that's an upset. I think Oklahoma beating them is an upset. They're not a good team, Oklahoma. Huh? Yeah. Okay. All righty. Well, let's move on to the East, uh, Maestro. You're walking us through the East. What's the, what are the big games? Any upsets in there? Well, I mean, I think Villanova is definitely the team to beat. I think they might be the team to beat overall. Um, they're definitely the strongest team in the East. Um, Purdue's there, Texas Tech is there, but I don't think that they're going to challenge uh, Villanova. I think the big upset. I, I was glad that you gave me East because um, Marshall's in there, and I think Marshall is going to upset Wichita State. The Shockers. That's going to be upset by the Thundering Herd. That's a thirteen-four oh. game. It's crazy. Yeah. I have made I mean, that. I've made that pick in my bracket. Marshall as well. over, uh, yeah, Wichita State. Yeah, I picked that one too. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's gonna. It, it has potential. I mean, Wichita State's pretty good, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I don't see a lot of surprises in this bracket. I thought maybe Butler might knock off Arkansas, but I don't mm-hmm. see them beating Purdue. Um, so I have Purdue and Villanova in the Elite Eight, and then Villanova winning that. Um, you know. Texas Tech, I have winning. Florida, I have winning. So I think that Marshall, Wichita State, that's the only interesting game. And then I don't know if Marshall can knock off West Virginia. They would certainly be no- motivated as backyard rivals. I know that would be a great game, man. Whew. Coach, you liked West Virginia. I think you picked them to win the Big 12. Oh, I have them going very far. I love West Virginia. They they press. They I mean, Huggins plays um, – the, his style of basketball is exactly what you, it's, it's, it is the wild, wild west. He presses, he pushes, he shoots, he's shooting threes on the, on the, on the, um, on the fast break. He, he's an exciting type of basketball to watch. Man, wouldn't that be great to see West Virginia and Marshall oh, play yeah. shooting threes all, all day oh, that's, long? That's, yeah, it'll be a fun game if they get there. If they get there, yeah. So, Coach, do you think West Virginia can knock off oh, Villanova? Oh, I think Villanova is I'm – not, I'm not a big fan of Villanova as far as this year. 
They they I mean they're kind of a paper tiger. I don't I don't I don't think they they really deserved the number one. I know that they got there and they they had a great season all year, but I think there were some serious hiccups. I, I I don't I don't believe in Villanova at all. I don't. Who who'd you pick? Did, did we already give our picks for the? Oh, not yet. Tournament? They're coming. Um, okay. not yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so okay, we're gonna move over to the South. Um, the South is I, I'm walking us through it. Not a lot of surprises there either. I think the South is about Virginia, Tennessee, and Cincinnati. Uh, I have Virginia going to the Final Four. They've been great all year. I have Cincinnati and Tennessee meeting up in the Elite Eight, and I have the Bearcats winning that. I, I think just because I want them yeah. to win. Uh, although I think Tennessee, it's definitely a winnable game for them. Uh, boy, I was tempted to pick Buffalo over Arizona as an upset, but instead I went with Davidson, who I've picked against this year a few times, mm-hmm. uh, upsetting Kentucky oh. in that 12-5 and then losing to Arizona. So that's my upset special oh, wow. in the South. Mm-hmm. Do you guys do, do you guys all have Virginia making the Final Four or no? Oh, yeah. Uh, I do not. What you do not? Who do you have? Who do you have going? Well, like, Tennessee. We're we gonna put some beers on this. You're gonna love my what? final four. It's tasty. <laughs> <laughs> well, walk us uh, walk walk us through the West, and then we'll talk through the uh, the final four. Okay, so the West, um, Xavier's obviously your number one. Um, I, I, I Villanova and, and, and Xavier. I don't have a lot of faith in. I think Xavier is really vulnerable here, extremely vulnerable here. Um, and I, I, my picks out of this, I've got Gonzaga coming out of the West um, because I think they're way, way underrated. Um, I think the Zags and UNC are going to play in the Sweet 16. It's going to be a fantastic game, but I see the Zags coming out of there. And uh, San Diego State over Houston is my upset special. Ooh, Houston looked awfully good. I watched him in the America Conference Tournament Final. Yeah, and I did some reading on it, though. They are a grinder of a team. I guess they've been playing, like, at um, every game is a, is a nail-biter. Every game is it's down to the wire, and they got to grind it out. And basically the way this they talked about this team and the way I see it is their luck's going to run out. And San Diego State is on the uptick, so upset special. The so Aztecs. how far – so do you have Michigan making the Elite Eight or I, I mean, let's see. The Sweet Sixteen. No, I have North Carolina playing uh Gonzaga. Michigan losing to North Carolina in the sixteen. Okay, I gotcha. Let's see. <laughs> How about the Buckeyes? The Buckeyes are gonna win one game. And so lose, South Dakota State, then lose then to Gonzaga. Lose to Gonzaga, yeah. Yeah. So Gonzaga, a four seed, you predicted them to be a one seed. Uh, Michigan State, a three yes. seed, you predicted them to be a one seed. It's not my fault. I may have, goaded, I may have goaded you into one of those you picks. Did. <laughs> well, I, you did, but it's okay. That's okay. I can shoulder that. I will say this. last uh, In our last show, I said, I think Michigan State's going to be a three or four, and your response was, oof. <laughs> so I, I feel like you got to take that oof back. you got to go foo. <laughs> I just took it back. All right. Okay, so let's talk our final fours. Uh, let's start with you, Maestro. Who are your four, and then who's in the big game? All right, so out of the south, I got Virginia. Out of the east, I got Villanova. Out of the west, this is my wild card. That team up north, Michigan. Wow. In the, in the Midwest, Midwest, I got Kansas. Final two, it's Villanova versus Michigan. Ugh. Boring. Villanova ring. Ugh. I'm not tuning in for that. <laughs> wow. The, co- the coach is so into basketball that he he already decides games that haven't happened. He's not watching. <laughs> All right, coach. Let's All hear right. it. So mine is uh, very simple because it's right. This is the answer sheet. Uh, I'm going to take Arizona out of the south. I'm what? taking Gonz- Yes, Arizona, hottest team in basketball right now. Market, and then I'm going to take the Zags out of the West, and then in the East, uh, coming out of the East, of course, is going to be uh, West Virginia. Yes, West Virginia, <laughs> and they're going to play Michigan State, and in the final, it's going to be Arizona versus Michigan State, 
and Michigan State will win another national championship. Oh, my God. He's drinking yes. Tommy's though juice. That's right. I'm in the zone. <laughs> well, so- I don't think that pick surprises anybody that's listened to the show. Oh, <laughs> I think the only surprise is that Coach's Final Four wasn't Michigan State, Michigan State, Michigan State, and Michigan State. <laughs> Versus- they split up. They're so good. They're going to be in four squads. Yes. What a, what a compelling Final Four, finally. All right, so the big man on campus, uh, as you guys know, my final four is going to be Kansas State. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just kidding. I know. I wish it, I wish I, uh, but they, they are a nine seed. I do have them winning. They're actually they're, in they're the eight. tournament. Yeah, and they're, pay, they're playing Creighton, who, uh, you know, Meister introduced me to earlier this year. I started dating them for a while and things were going well. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, like mistress. Kansas State over, over Creighton. So uh, Virginia, Villanova. I believe in Xavier. I believed in him all year. And I went with Michigan State. I just, oh. I don't think it's Kansas's year. And uh, I th- when I look at the teams that can knock off Kansas, I think it's Michigan State. I think that Elite Eight sh- showdown is going to be a good one. So uh, I have those two. And then a Virginia Villanova, the all V final with Virginia winning it all. Mm. Solid. Okay. I got it. No, he does. So, and then the nice thing about, uh, <laughs> The nice thing about our, our bracket and our pick'em that once again you have till tomorrow to join anybody who's listening uh, is that the scorekeeping is done for me. Yes, so you don't have, have to write, to write it stuff down. down. <laughs> That's right, Pete. Did you, who did you have coming out of the West again? Out of the West, Xavier. Xavier, okay. Mm, yeah. You guys, and that's you and your mistakes. <laughs> I will. I will say it is. It is a homer bracket. I mean, I picked Ohio State going to the Sweet Sixteen and losing to Xavier, and then Xavier beating North Carolina. Oh, so you have Ohio State the, beating Gonzaga. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I think I picked them to, to beat Gonzaga too, but then they wouldn't you go. You know that the Gonzaga beat Ohio State earlier this year by twenty-seven points, and it wasn't even that Don't close. Don't care. Okay. All right. I, I first of all, let me say I did not know that. Okay. <laughs> But it's not a problem because I have North Carolina Greensboro beating Gonzaga. Oh. So you just eliminated oh, that whole the whole line that whole actual actual game. You've eliminated by okay, go Greensboro. Actually, that's not true. But I wish it I was. wish you would have. And then when it happened, how cool would that be? I know, I know it. Okay, well that's it. Uh, here we've got our final pours. Our our national championships picks have been made. We'll be following this closely over the next uh, couple of weeks. I got to say March Madness is, if I could pick one sporting event where I want to take a week off work oh. and just dive in, it's it's March Madness. I mean, every game, even the 12 fives in this first round are good. Uh, the playing games, the first two are happening as we record two more tomorrow night. It's just, it's just, it. I always forget how much I love college basketball. And then March just reminds me. Oh, Absolutely. It's so much fun. And I will say this year, I probably know the most about the teams playing going into picking my bracket. And yet I still feel like, who are these guys? I have no oh, idea what I'm, I'm doing. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually quite historically bad at doing this until this year, which I'm going to get a perfect bracket. Have, have any of you guys ever won like a, a bracket thing at the office or anything I have. like that? I think. I think I won something back in the in the EI days, Pete, when we put it on the whiteboard. Yeah, I seem I seem to remember that as well. Can I can I tell you I have not watched any college basketball? Not, not, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a lie. Uh, you did see? Yes, it is. Oh, that's right! I did see a game. That's the oh, only you, game yeah. I saw. It. Oh, yeah, hey, Miami. So you're yeah. one for one. That's good. The year I won good. it, the year I won it, do you remember Christian Leitner's shot against Kentucky? That won me yes. the pool. That, that was in 1992. That, that locked it up, and I won, uh, back then, a nice chunk of change. It was like 250 bucks. I was a college kid. That was like winning a million. That that explains the, the Leitner poster yes. over your bed. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> Coach... The coach couldn't. He couldn't. Uh, he couldn't ask for like a better matchup than David Black oh, coaching Christian Leitner with Tom Izzo and Tom Brady in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
That's right. Uh, but that was back when like we had to print out our brackets oh, yes. and fill them out with pencils and then one, one guy scored it all. So I will say it's uh thank you technology for making brackets a lot easier. Oh to God. Do. Yes. Okay. So quick reminder, folks, you can go to hoopsters.store and put in your email address. Uh, the coach and I are developing a basketball-themed board game. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to get this onto the market. My, my hope is by next year's March Madness, Coach, yes. we can we can find 68 kids and we'll, oh. we'll hold our own actual March no, Madness. Yeah, we'll go to a bar and have it. We'll go and have the guys play it. It'll be fantastic. Okay. All right, so 68 good. sets by I'm next writing March. Writing it down. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Uh, we, we neglected to ask Micegrove for any transition music between Act 1 and 2, so I'm going to ask for something really good for Act 3. All right, you ready, Peter? Oh. Mm-hmm. My guitar might be out of tune because it fell when you're talking about the Dan Browns. All right, let's go. That was for you, Pete. That, that was, was Rick Springfield. Fantastic. <laughs> Falling on here. Man, the maestro is he's been yes. having a hard time. Last uh, last week when we asked him for his final thoughts, I thought he had a heart attack. Yes. Okay, so I wanna I wanna quickly re- recap last week's picks. Hang on, I gotta this bring this be up because I Okay, so we did conference tournament picks, first of all. The ACC was won by uh, Virginia, and that was Coach and I got that right. Yeah. Maestro went with Duke. Kansas won the Big 12. Coach and Maestro got that right. Pac-12 was won by Arizona. I got that. Yeah, you're the only one that got that. Uh, the Big East was won by Villanova. I got that. I, uh, the, yeah, I got that one, right. Both of you did. Yeah, I picked Xavier, and in fact, Xavier lost to Providence, and Providence had picked them to upset Xavier like two weeks before. It didn't happen. <laughs> it was just a little late. No, I'm ahead of my time. Just like <laughs> yes, with, that's the, right. with the Tyrod Taylor stuff. <laughs> I'm ahead of my time. You are ahead of your time. That's right. Like a time so, traveler. In the Ivy, Penn eked out a win over Harvard, Ooh, and Yale yes. did not make it to the finals, <laughs> as I had hoped. Got beat by Penn. Yeah. Uh, in the SEC, Kentucky won. Uh, Coach, I believe you said F Kentucky. F Kentucky. When I-, <laughs> I did. I did, but they beat my Tennessee Volunteers. That's right. And then in the MAC, uh, the Buffalo Bulls won. I picked that. Both you guys picked Toledo, which you were inexplicably last week pronouncing toodly do. Toodly do. Toodly do. Yeah. That's what my dad always called it. Toodly do. Huh. Well, isn't that special? It is very special. Shamrock shake. We also then, our locks of the week where you had to pick someone who would win. Uh, I picked Buffalo to win the MAC. Maestro picked UVA to win the ACC, which was actually a change from his original prediction at Duke, but he got right, that correct. point. And Coach, uh, you had also picked? I picked Gonzaga. Gonzaga, that's right. And did they win? They did. Okay. Handily. So I'll just give you one more point there. Very good. Okay. And then uh, we all predicted our number one seeds. The number one seeds, again, turned out to be Virginia, Xavier, Kansas, and Pitt. I was the only one that got them. (laughs) God, how how Pitt just snuck right in there. (laughs) I know it was a bold call picking a team that lost in the first round of their tournament and was about 8 and 27 on the year. But I I was sure the Pitt Panthers would be a number one seed. Do you guys know they didn't even make the tournament? I did. I, I did. I did see that. <laughs> yeah, and they got sh- they got shunned from the NIT too. They did. Uh, Meister was right on though. He got all four number one seeds, and then Coach, uh, you got two out of four. Uh, you did. You did get goaded into changing from <laughs> from Virginia to Gonzaga. Or, but you Xavier, know, yes, yeah. it's okay. I'm okay with that. That's all right. He's okay with it. So here's how it all turned out. Out of twelve possible points, uh, Coach got eight. Maestro got eight, and I got five. And then on our NIT picks, um, you got one point if the teams you picked were in it. And uh, so you guys both both picked teams that made the NIT, which was great. I did not. I only picked one that made the NIT. And then we'll see who goes uh, from there. Okay. Excellent. So our so our current standings now, 
Maestro's 18 out of 23 on the year. Jesus, that is impressive. I am uh, 14 to 25, and Coach, you have snuck up now out of the basement 15 to 25. Ooh, nice. So before we get into... Yeah, before we get into picks, and now we're going to take all the points from the Yahoo tournament, and those will all get added in. But Maestro, we need to we need you to pick two games. We each picked a game uh, so that you can stop being two games behind us because you were in Hawaii when we when we did two episodes. So uh, your makeup picks are for tomorrow night's playing games, and that's Texas Southern versus North Carolina Central. I'm going to pick Texas Southern. I was reading a little bit about them, and that's very intriguing. Do you guys know anything about them? No. They started the season 0-13. It's a trap. Yes, 0-13, and and they came back and won, like, I don't know, 15 out of the last, whatever. They ended up 15-19, and but they've won, like, almost all their their remaining games. So they had to upset. They were a major upset win in that tournament. Somebody good in that tournament did not make it. Yep. Nice. So I like that story. So I'm going with them. Okay. Okay. Um, And then Syracuse versus Arizona State. I'm going to go with Arizona State. I mean, I think both of those teams, they're pretty, pretty even, but I think Arizona State and Arizona State's kind of trailed off at the the latter part of the season, but they've got some big wins under their belt. So, you know, if they're rejuvenated being in the tourney, maybe they can, they can tap into a little bit of that uh, winning spirit. Do you know who coaches Arizona State? Um, Rich Rodriguez, I think. He, yes, or Bobby Hurley, one of the two. You guys remember Bobby Hurley? We do. Yeah. He picked against Syracuse. That breaks my heart. I know. Uh, that was part yeah, of it, too. I, you know, going I did that on purpose. I wanted to see where you were going to go with that on, that on that one. It's all right. But, well, those games are in Dayton. Uh, once again, I always have intention to go. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> I've got this. I've got this trip coming. If a free ticket turned up tomorrow, I would go. go. I, I uh, absolutely. But but I, I looked online and like thirty five was the cheapest I could find, and I just can't justify it this week. No, it's a good. Thought. Although I'd love to. I'd love to be at a Syracuse game with the coach since he loves Syracuse and he's got this shiny Syracuse jacket. Oh God, I would have that. It would just be flying in all its glory. Okay. So those, all right. Wait, so those games are in Engagement, Ohio, right? Engagement, Ohio. Where's Engagement? Dayton. Dayton. Engagement. It's it's between Dayton and Marion. Oh. What? Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Hey, come on. That's my that's my classic dad joke right there. That is, I was I was just. That was. <laughs> now I'm so mad. I don't have the soundboard working, so I could just be. Like, <laughs> I knew it too. I like this is a joke. I don't get what the joke yeah, is. Yeah, dad joke. Yeah. Well, I walked right into that. <laughs> I walked right into that one. All right. Locks of the week. Okay. So uh, your lock of the week. Now this is a, a first round game involving a four seed or higher. A four seed or higher. And let's go to Maestro first. Uh, I'm going to take North Carolina over Lipscomb. Oh. North Carolina is a two seed, so that's actually not going to work. <laughs> oh, you got you got to play by the rules. Wait, what were the rules again? I mis- I misread. It's got to be a four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Anything higher than a four? Uh, yeah, uh, those fir- those first three seeds, those are pretty much uh, done deals oh, okay. in the first round. I'm sorry, I, I misread that. Go go to okay. go to coach. I'll pick a different one. All right, I'm gonna. All right, coach, what do you got? I'm gonna take uh, number four seeded Gonzaga over UNC Greensboro. Put it down. Well, that worked out for I you. I know it did. You picked them for a one seed. They fell to a four seed. And now you're like, sweet. sweet. Now I can pick them for my lock. Well, I'm going to stick. I'll stick with Marshall. Since I, Okay, oh, Marshall, I already, as your upset. I already you're picked them before. You're going to pick them as your lock and your upset. Okay. Okay, then I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and pick um, Auburn. They're a four seed, and they are playing. Charleston. Charleston. The Charleston Chews. Charlies? <laughs> Charleston Chews. That would be awesome would be if they so were the Charleston awesome if they were the Charleston Chews. Okay, so those are our locks. We'll see how those come out. And then an upset special. And remember, you're not penalized for mixing missing your upset special. Actually, Pete, I want to pick Wichita State 
You're going to pick Wichita State? As my lock, and then Marshall as my upset. It's the same game. <laughs> what? He's going he's gonna to get one point. So you're covering your bases? I feel like it worked for me last week, picking Duke and then picking Virginia as my lock. <laughs> so he, I guess he's guaranteed a point. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I, wham, bam. No, wham, bam. Thank no, you, ma'am. No rule against it. Oh, I guess not. Okay. All right, so <laughs> Coach Coach, who's your upset? Well, I was gonna pick that, but I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up because I just can't pick the same game as Maestro. It just irks my stomach. It makes it curdle. All right, so I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with geez. Buffalo over Arizona. <laughs> no. Arizona's going to the final four. All right, I'm gonna go um This is compelling radio. I'm so sorry. I'm taking San Diego State over Houston. All right. That's a good pick. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what. I I, I, mm-hmm. I picked Houston to win a couple mm-hmm. games. I was impressed with them when I watched them. And they, basically, you if big. I watch a team and they score some baskets while I'm watching, then I'm going to pick them in the tournament. <laughs> You're an easy sell. I really am. Uh, okay. So I'm going to go – I want to say uh, number nine, Kansas State over number eight, Creighton, but that's pretty close. I'm going to pick Texas over Nevada. That's a 10 over a seven. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So uh, last, last thing, I want to give everyone the opportunity to switch up their NIT picks for your NIT finals if you feel like it now that you've seen the NIT brackets. Well, I mean – I am going to switch mine up because I can't get the final okay. anymore because right. Nebraska and Notre Dame are the same. So I'm going to pick Nebraska versus Oklahoma State, but I'm going to stick with my original winner, which was Nebraska over Oklahoma State. Okay. Maestro? What? Uh, yeah, I, same thing. I had Notre Dame and, and yeah. uh, Penn State, and they're in, they're kind of in the same bracket. So I'm going to go uh, Notre Dame and Oklahoma State. Oh, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Notre Dame's gonna win. Very good. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna stick with Louisville going to the finals, but I'm gonna have them uh, playing St. Mary's. Yeah. So Louisville, Louisville, <laughs> and St. Mary's. Mary's in the final, and Louisville is my winner. Okay. Not Kansas State. Yeah, because they made the tournament. <laughs> I, know, I know that. <laughs> They're good enough. They're good enough to actually win. To play both. Yeah, they could do both. So split squad. I like how you. I like how you like these teams with these corrupt coaches. Yeah, that's my that's my strategy. I like that. No, I'm talking about is St. Mary's coach, coach corrupt in Arizona. Oh. Oh yeah. oh yeah, they're not. He's not corrupt. He's completely innocent. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh man. Okay, so uh, I think that's it for our picks. We're going to go right into trivia. Trivia, Coach. Could you do the trivia stinger? Tri- 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 trivia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe we don't record that's, stingers. That's I like doing good. them live. I've I've got a ton of them. They all suck. Okay, so NCAA tournament trivia. I think I'll throw mine out there first because I'm worried you guys might ask the same thing. Okay. Okay. If Mike Schmidt was on an NCAA team. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We had two Mike Schmidt trivia questions last week. Okay, I want you guys. So the playing games start tonight and they're tomorrow night. Name the one team that started in a playing game that made the final four. Oh, I know that answer. Do you want to try first? Can you repeat? Can, you, can I call nice in a, uh, a lifeline? Yeah. Are you going to phone Are a friend? Are you going to ask me? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm texting uh, Coach. No. <laughs> no, ask, I'm sorry, Pete. Ask, ask the question again. Do you know? Okay, so one team has made it from the playing game to the final four. Uh, I'm going to say Butler. Ooh, okay. I'm going to say VCU, Virginia Commonwealth, coached by Shaka Smart. Correct. Virginia Commonwealth uh, made the Final Four in 2011. That was the first year that they had two playing games. Yes. 
So I, a little interesting history. Playing games started in 1999 because the Big West got moved to Division One, And so they made the tournament 65 teams. And so they had to have a playing game to accommodate that. Oh, interesting trivia. Yeah, and it always used to be like they were the worst teams, but now the play-in winners come in as like an eleven seed. There's sixteens and there are elevens, so those are the those are yeah. the different play-in games. Shamrock Shake, noise. All right, so here is my question. It is not the same. Um, which one of these mascots that I'm about to list to you is not a real mascot in the tournament? So I'm going to say the name of the mascot, and one of these is not a true mascot in the 68 teams that are out there. Okay? Okay. Okay. Retrievers, Blackbirds, Vipers, Highlanders, Lumberjacks. Which one of those doesn't belong? Retrievers and Lumberjacks. I missed all the ones in the middle. Okay, retrievers, <laughs> blackbirds. What were you doing? <laughs> Jeez. Retrievers, blackbirds, vipers, highlanders, lumberjacks. Do you want me to repeat them again? They sound like bad Chryslers. Um, <laughs> Pete, you, you're going to go? Yeah, I'm going to guess Lumberjacks. I know that's Northern Arizona, and I know that's Northern Michigan, and I don't think either of them are in the tournament. Okay. I'm going to go Highlanders. Highlanders. Okay. You are both incorrect. (laughs) The Lumberjacks are in the tournament. Stephen F. Austin. Highlanders is actually Radford Highlanders. Blackbirds, Long Island, Brooklyn, and uh, Brooklyn, and then Retrievers are University of Maryland, Baltimore County. The fake one was the Vipers. There are no Vipers. I made that up. It's a trap. There are no Vipers. That, and that sounds yes. like such a cool name, too. I know it. I know it should be a name. Better than Highlanders. So what is UMBC again? UMBC are the Retrievers. The UMBC Retrievers. Wow. I want to go there. Yeah. Okay. That was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. It's rare. It's rare that there is yeah. a question around mascots, and I get it wrong. I know, Pete. I'm a little bit yeah. <laughs> yes. like when I you know. said what you're doing. I'm like, I got this on lock. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I thought. Okay, I was I was expecting uh, Big Man on campus to say, "Well, I've got a I've got a retriever's hat." Yeah, that's <laughs> right. On a, <laughs> on a campus t-shirt. a campus visit back in <laughs> 2006. That's right. And Highlanders at <laughs> Radford. First of all, let me say your big man on campus impersonation is is spot on. It's just it's rock solid. I, I wish it's you spot could, on, isn't it? Yeah, do it for my kids because they're always like, "Hi, I'm Dad. I'm dumb." <laughs> That's exactly what I sound like. Okay, Maestro, what's your question? Uh, so I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole with the Bearcats. I was reading up on them. They have a bit of a streak going with the NCAA tournament. Do you guys know what their streak is? How many years straight? You're talking about Cincinnati? Do you know are there are other Bearcats out there? Oh, oh, ouch. Okay, yeah. I'm going to say their streak, like how long they've been in it. Been in the tourney, yeah. Straight, making the tournament. Uh, I'm going to say whew, since Bob Huggins was there, and I think they've made it almost every year Cronin's been in there. Um, I'm going to say 15 years. I'm going to go one year, Bob. <laughs> it's eight years. They, they've they made it since uh, 2011. And 15 years That's is impressive. Over, so that goes to the big man on campus. <laughs> That's right. No, you guys but it's I, they won. I'm, I'm predicting the future. They're going to do it seven more times, just like your picks, Pete. <laughs> they right. won. They won the the NCAA back to back years. Do you guys know what years those are? This is a bonus trivia for the Bearcats. Was that like fifty seven? Oh, the actual. That's when they had Oscar, right? Yeah, fifty seven, fifty eight is my guess. I'll say fifty six, fifty seven. Sixty one, sixty two. Ooh, we're wrong. Yeah, but we're both ahead of our time, and that's what's important. And it, I got a. Du- Continuing down this rabbit hole, I dug even more of cons- of. Uh, 
teams that have or the teams that have made the the NCAA tournament in consecutive years. Do you guys know the 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 longest running streak right now? That's uh, right now. Yeah, it's got to be. Ooh, Duke missed out. Uh, ooh, uh, UNC. Ten years. Hmm. This, it's going to blow your mind when you find out. I'm going to say it's Kansas State. <laughs> I'm going to go with Pitt. What is it? <laughs> Pitt, you're, you're close. Uh, it was. Uh, it was. It was Kansas. Oh, Kansas. Kansas! They have made the tournament since 1990. To wow! Now. 20, Holy shnikes! 20, 29 straight years. That is insane. I had no idea. I did not either. I thought there would be one hiccup in there. Wow! Rock chalk Jayhawk. Is Bill Self th- their coach still? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's still there. Okay. Very good. Trivia. Okay. So that's trivia. Those were three good questions. Appreciate that. Uh, once again, folks, feel free to join our NCAA tournament pick them. Uh, we're on Yahoo. You can go to sportswednesday.com, click the link, or you can find us at 59311. 59311. Okay. One, one. Very good. All right. So that brings us to corrections. Correction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Who's, who's got corrections? I I have. Mine's not really a correction, but it's kind of like I I made this bold statement about beating a team three times that I heard it from a guy, and I actually did my homework. Who wait? Who is the guy? First of all, and I'm surprised I let that slide because I was I was listening to the show a couple days ago, and I'm like. Who's this guy he's talking okay, so to? It's a, it's a, it's a guy it's a guy I work with, and he is a wealth of knowledge. And whenever you when he says when he says things, it sounds like yep, that's that's got to be it. That's it. He's okay. absolutely correct. So I did the homework to double check and see if he was correct, and it really is true. Like with um, let's talk about NFL football. That's where it, the whole article was about. And since 1970, 20 teams have had to face a divisional opponent in the playoffs after beating them twice again in the playoffs. So you, they, they swept them in the regular season and they played them in the playoffs. And out of those 20 times, 13 times the team won a third time. So that's 65% of the time teams yeah. win. So that's better than half. So it's it in football, and, and at least that's been proven in the playoffs. It, it is, it's not that hard to beat a team three times. But you didn't find anything on basketball. No, I didn't. Okay. There was nothing proven. Okay. Everything went well, back to can, football. Yeah. Consult your oracle and get back to us. I, I will. <laughs> How about you, Maestro? Any corrections? Uh, no corrections, but I think pretty much most of the stuff I say is incorrect. So it would take us <laughs> another 60 minutes to correct yeah. everything? Gotcha. Okay. So I've got I've got a, a quick number of corrections. I'm going to go through them quickly because I did listen to the show twice this week, so I wrote them down. Uh Last week, we uh, couldn't remember the first name of the Cleveland Browns GM, John Dorsey. Uh, I speculated it was Ken Dorsey, but that was the former quarterback from the University of Miami. Yes. So John Dorsey. Uh, the Ohio State player who was hurt at the Combine was center Billy Price. He did tear his pectoral oh, muscle ouch. doing, doing uh, bench presses. He's still projected to be a late first rounder. I referenced oh. a guy who who made an awesome catch at the combine, and I could not find that clip at all. So I'd seen it on Twitter. I have no idea who it was, but it definitely happened. Maestro, you uh, you spoke for a little bit about a man you called the Warriors coach, that guy, and uh, his name is actually Steve Kerr. From the <laughs> yeah. San Antonio's first. That guy. Oh. All right. Coach, uh, I asked him when we were talking about the rule change where uh, players have to play a year of college before they go into the NBA. And I said, when was that? And you said 10 years, which would be 2008. It's actually from 2005. It was in the 2005 oh. collective bargaining agreement. And uh, the rule is interesting here. It basically says you have to be 19 to go into the draft. So you, you don't have year. to play. Yeah. Year. Yeah. And so unless you're an international player, player international players don't it doesn't apply to them right a few players have actually gone from high school and tried to play overseas and then they came back to try to get back in the nba yeah. they play a year and the away play, don't do any the, 
The Players Association hates this rule. In fact, in 2011, when they had the lockout, this was one of the sticking points, but they accepted it again. And now, um, is it Silver? Adam Silver is the NBA yes. commissioner. He wants he wants to raise it to 20. Uh, so that's probably, I don't know what's going on there. Next collective bargaining agreement will hammer that out. Yes. Okay, uh, talking about Kevin Love, I said he had his panic attack in the November 5th game against the Hawks, and then I said, but he came back and scored 32 on the Pacers the next night. That was actually on the Milwaukee Bucks the next night. Oh, okay. Uh, Coach, in the last episode, you referred to Tubby Smith as your friend and mine, and he's actually just my friend. (laughs) He's not too crazy about you. (laughs) Uh, That doesn't surprise me one bit. So, and... Finally, I did find some internet videos to learn the pronunciation of Toronto's single-A baseball team where Vladimir Guerrero Jr. plays, and it's Dunedine. 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 Not Dunedin or Dunedin. Yeah, it's Dunedine. So. Okay. Those are my corrections. Let's have a little bit of transition music to get us to final thoughts. Nice work. Maestro, you're staying away from the minor keys tonight. I like it. (laughs) All right. Coach, let's go to you for final thoughts. Okay. So my my final thoughts do have to do with March Madness. Um, And you kind of touched on it, Pete, talking about your favorite time of the year. And and I have such good memories about the the tournament, specifically when your alma mater is in it. And uh, pretty much going back to 1994, um, when OU got in in 94 and 2005 and 2010 to 2012. And I have such like such great memories, each, all of them different than the other from watching OU be, you know, my alma mater be in the tournament. It's just, it's so exciting to watch your team and to have so much invested into it, especially when they win a game, win a game. That's just, it's electric. And when you're at a game where they should have won, but they lost because your guard missed the dunk. Um, and went into overtime, it's still, it's unbelievable. It's just great to have your team in it. I'll tell you what, yeah, nothing makes you love your college more than when they're in there. That 2012 run to the Sweet 16 was magical. But I love that 2005 game because we got up at 5 a.m. and drove to Nashville. We bought tickets in a parking lot (laughs) from a guy before that was really a thing. Wasn't uh, invited. Uh, I wasn't invited. So, Maestro, you you had to run the communications department in my absence that day. <laughs> 2005? I didn't yeah. start until 2006. Oh, well, that's why you weren't invited. <laughs> um, but the other highlights, like, like I, I remember we were down 20 in the third, in, you know, in the second half, and we came back and tied that game oh. against Florida. And then I also remember you almost thrown down with the Florida fan two rows ahead of us. That was fun. I'm glad it, it was, that was a lot of fun. That's right. So that's when I realized that coach does not like losing and he does not like hearing about it from the opposing team's fans. Correct. <laughs> co- 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 correct. Okay. Uh, nice final thought there, Thank though, you. coach. How about you, Maestro? Uh, I'm going to switch gears. I know you love when I switch gears. Um, I was going to talk a little bit about Tiger Woods. You know, he uh, came back and almost won a golf tournament last week. And I think Tiger Woods is one of those sort of polarizing fellas out there. You know, he had a a run there where he was, you know, misbehaving. And I think there's some folks that were kind of done with him. But and I, I can honestly say I'm not sure that how I feel about him. But seeing him play well again was I was intrigued, I you know. I don't watch golf unless he's playing well. So that's weird to me that I get, that I get sucked in watching a guy that I don't really like. So there's something about him. I don't know whether it's just his greatness or um, I, I don't know, but it's, it's, it's one of those weird phenomenons and I've been thinking about it because I think he's back now. And so he's, he's going to become this sort of big figure again in the golf world. And I don't know. That's my, that's my final thought. <laughs> Uh, actually, I, I, you know, I do, I do find like his fall from grace was, was epic, but if you remember when he was young and coming up and he was just unstoppable. Right. And, and part of, I think that the attraction is, all right, he's a fallen hero. Can he ever reconnect with that magic again? Can he be Mm -hmm. as dominant as he was? 
Yeah, that's much be- much better spoken than me, Pete. Yeah, so my final thought, it is basketball related and it, it has to do with the NIT. I understand that it's like the not invited tournament and it's it's not the greatest thing to get invited to, but the fact that they don't have one pick out there that's actually functional <laughs> on a website is just adding insult to injury, right? The only one I could find was a guy who went to Georgia Tech and he he made this NIT pick them. And all it does is once you've made your picks, it emails <laughs> you your picks. It no. doesn't score things. We just have the picks. I mean, how hard, yeah, how hard would it be to take that same software, copy and paste it and put the NIT teams in? I, I just don't get it. So I feel bad for the NIT. I guess like all youngest siblings, we <laughs> just, just want a little, little respect. Bit. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so uh, any anything else you guys want to say before we call Sports Wednesday? No, done? I'm 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 doing pretty good. That was all right. You got your your guitar ready there, Maestro. Oh, what, I'm, oh okay. I'm still I'm still a little bit sad about this 2005 game that I wasn't invited to. But whatever. <laughs> I must have left you a message on your MySpace back then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that was back when Pete was like. I don't think I want to introduce Haken Longley because then our then my bromance with with Coach will be over. Like if you're gonna do me, you have to choose right. one of these voices. The one from earlier was uh, far superior to that guy. Uh, I don't want uh, I don't want my slow coach to hang out because I never called him. That's spot on. Um, it is spot on. Okay, folks, just a reminder, head to Yahoo, join our tournament, pick them. There's going to be a fabulous Coming prize. Next week. We don't know yes. what it is, but it might be. A, yeah, we'll, we'll tell you what it is next week when it's too yes. late to join. You have till tomorrow morning to join. Go ahead and pat your David Blatt bobblehead on the head and head to bed because Sports Wednesday is done. For basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm the big man on campus, Pete Brown, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. So my final thought... All right, now I need a ruling. Do we have to cut that joke out? Is it too soon?